Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 83, which we are recording on Tuesday, March 3rd, 2015. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And I want to put a little disclaimer out. <laughs> First thing, if I say something that makes completely no sense because I've had a wicked headache for a couple days and... Sometimes when I have a wicked headache, things come out of my mouth that don't make sense. I swap <laughs> words around and things like that. Aww. So if you hear me say something that you think, what is she talking about? Please excuse it. So <laughs> what are you wearing today, Charlene? I am wearing my Cupido cowl by Hiroku Fukatsu, same designer of the oh, the sweater. The sweater. Kitofude. That... Kitofude. Thank you. Just before we started recording, I was telling Gail, I can't remember names of patterns anymore. <laughs> and I said, there I can't you go. remember what I ate for <laughs> breakfast, but I can remember pattern names. I used to be really good at remembering names of patterns, but I noticed at some point last year there were just too many patterns, and I couldn't remember <laughs> them all. <laughs> but anyway, my Cupido, Cupido cowl by Hiroko Fukatsu is the cowl that I made out of the Raveling Rose Cashmere that a friend brought me from Church Mouse Yarns. And it feels so nice. And it's I, so pretty. So pretty, and I just really, I do want to pet your neck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoy wearing this cowl. It's a, it's a rather small cowl because the skein, I want to say, was about 250, 221 exactly yards now that I double check 221 yards so it's a thin cow but I made it long enough for a double wrap and I'm just wearing it singly around my neck right now but it looks the perfect size cozy. I mean it's it not is. too wide but yeah. I think it looks like it's supposed to be that it's way very nice yeah. very nice just a, a nice little touch of luxury <laughs> And how about you? What are you wearing today? I'm wearing a new finished object. I'm wearing my Echoes of Color shawl. And I have very artfully concealed the ends that are not yet woven in oh. because I knew Charlene <laughs> would scold me. But this was such a joy to knit. And the colors are so bright and happy. And what can I tell you about this besides the fact that now I am 100% in love with garter stitch and I want to knit all the things that are garter stitch because it's so comfortable. <laughs> nice. It's squishy. It's very squishy. And I used three colors. I used Madeline Tosh, Tosh Merino Light in Astrid Gray, which is a very, very almost solid gray, and Oceana, which is a beautiful turquoise. And I used Neighborhood Fiber Company Rustic Fingering, which is a single-ply fingering merino, in the DuPont Circle colorway, which has the most tonal variation in it. And it goes from, what would you say, like a bright, bright raspberry to... To a Pop Rocks pink. Yeah, it's really, really pretty. So I love the way... So the, the way the color stripes on this shawl, it is intended to be a three-color shawl. Your main color separates the two contrasting colors so they're never side by side so it's astrid gray then the dupont circle then astrid gray then oceana so the gray against the dupont circle i love the way it really makes the different colors in that colorway pop and knitting it that was my favorite color to knit because it always had interest to it not that the other two colors didn't but this had more interest so really enjoyed knitting it and I have one tiny mistake row in my shawl that Charlene was there <laughs> for. She witnessed this mistake row. 
and it was one of my highlights of Stitches 2015. So I will come back to my mistake row when we talk about <laughs> Stitches 2015. I left it there on purpose to always remind me of why I did it and how it happened, and it meant a lot to me. So that mistake <laughs> row stays there forever. So I loved the pattern. I highly recommend it. It does take an incredible amount of yarn. This was a sweater quantity for me, so I mm -hmm. could have knit a sweater with the amount of yardage I used. But, oh, it's so comfortable, and it's big, and it's happy. I haven't even blocked it yet. Well, I haven't even woven in all the ends. There are a lot of ends. There's a lot of ends when she lifts up the flap and, and shows me underneath there's a well, lot of ends in the pattern ho he recommends that did i mention this is a ho he locatelli pattern she recommends that you don't carry the colors for the striping because then you see all three colors on the end of the shawl the edge which has little fringes and it made for a heavier edge on the shawl so I chose to not carry the colors, thus you have to weave in all the ends. So I was weaving in as I went, but then stalled out and the very last little bit I didn't weave in. So they're dangling, but that's nothing compared, compared to what to there a was. Whole like exactly. That. So but still worth it. I mean, especially if you're weaving in ends as you go and it's not this tedious you know, hours worth of weaving in at the end. But it's a really, really pretty shawl. It makes me very happy. It's very nice. Yeah. And so Gail mentioned that it was a lot of yarn and a sweater quantity's worth of yarn and that it was knit in garter stitch. I just wanted to mention uh. that garter stitch does, the reason garter stitch is so squishy is because it does take more yarn than stockinette stitch. If you knit the five same. rows or 10 rows in garter stitch and then five rows or 10 rows in stockinette stitch, Technically, the stockinette rows should yield more fabric, should be longer than the rows that were in garter stitch. Same number of stitches. And use less yarn. And use less yarn. So pro tip, if you need to cover a lot of area, if you're running out of yarn, don't use garter stitch. Go with stockinette. <laughs> yeah, you did that in your February lady sweater, right? The uh, on the short one that I did, right. yes, because I knew that I was cutting the yardage very short. I, I knew it was going to be a shorter sweater. It was going to have short sleeves. It was going to be more of a cropped sweater to wear over dresses or big t-shirts, that kind of thing. And so I did change the top on that from garter stitch to stockinette so that I could get eke a few more rows out of it. So pro tip, yes. example. <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. And like I said, a sweater quantity worth of yarn for me because I tend to knit my sweater short, but it just a joy to knit. It actually went pretty quickly because I was pretty monogamous about it. I was focused. So very, very happy knit. I love it. That so was that's what, what I'm she wearing. was working on when we were at Stitches. At Stitches, yep. So, yeah, Thus the mistake monogamous. row. <laughs> All right. So what have you been stocking? I've been stocking quite a few things since we returned from Stitches West. The first thing that I have been stocking was a sample that we saw in Alana Deco's booth. It was the Bare Branches jacket. It's a, it's a knit sweater, but it is a jacket because it's longer and it has a big hood and it's oversized, meant to fit over your clothing. And I really loved this sample last year, but I didn't really have any idea 
of what yarn to use to make it. So a year has gone by. I still love the sample. I still haven't really found a right perfect yarn. yarn, although I have been thinking that perhaps the French yarn, the Juliet yarn, mm -hmm. I've been thinking that might make a nice version of it because it tends to be a light and lofty yarn, which is my preference since, as a big garment, I don't want it to be overly heavy. Well, if you decide to place an order, let me know because I want the emerald <laughs> okay. color. Okay. And that was Bear Branches is in Alana Dacos pattern from Botanical Knits 2, correct? Yes, yeah. that is correct. In fact, it was when she released Botanical Knits 2 last year, about the time of stitches, yep. it was a brand new show sample. Yeah, all of her time. samples from that book were brand new right, last year. Right. Yep. And still lovely. I still love it. I still would love to have that sweater. And it was it's nice to have that reminder to see it again, to maybe bring it up a few notches in the queue, that kind of thing. And it was wonderful to see Alana at the show too. She's so adorable. It's always fun to yeah. talk to the designer and say, oh, I still love the sweater. I want to make it. <laughs> we didn't have a chance to talk to her that much. She was pretty busy. She was yeah, very busy. Was and great. Gail and I tend to smile Shy. and wave if, if folks are busy and doing business because that's what they're there for. Yeah. So. Well, and we also met Jane Richmond in oh, Alana's right. booth. We did. Jane Richmond that's was there right. for... Yeah two days perhaps, and we were able to meet her. I was going to be too shy to do it, but Charlene said, no, I want to say hi to her because I knit her <laughs> Grace yes. sweater. So, And, of course, Jane was super friendly and she was smiley delightful. and polite. Yeah, she, she really was, was awesome. She really was. It was. That was fun. And then the second thing I have been stocking are shawls for gradations. I bought, uh, as did Gail. We bought the same exact skein. We bought skein. the same skein. <laughs> well, matching skeins. Matching skeins. Yes, that's right. That's true. We each have hard. our own yeah, skein. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this gradation yarn, gradient yarn. I'm trying to get the, get gradient the wording is how you, right. Yeah. It's gradient yarn, and it is made by Fresh from the Cauldron. It's their superwash fingering in Black Orchid, which is a gradient that starts at pink or purple and transitions through white in the middle. So you can pick which color you want at your beginning and which color you want at your end, the pink or the purple, depending on your pattern. So I have been stocking shawls for that, and I'm really debating whether I want to do a top or bottom down or up version where everything is linear you have your pink 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 white 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 purple 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 or do something different such as a side to side shawl where it would you would still have the same color transition but one side would just be all pink and then it would transition mm -hmm. through the white in the middle and the other side would all be purple so i haven't found the perfect yarn or the excuse me i haven't found the perfect pattern yet that's really that I have felt has really matched up. So that's the second thing I'm stocking. So and if anyone thinking, has any ideas, yeah, <laughs> let ideas me know. would be very welcome. <laughs> I keep thinking that, oh, if you choose top down, I'll choose side to side, side, to side. and vice versa. <laughs> but I don't know because both of them have super appealing visuals. Yes, you know, when you look at exactly. different patterns. Oh, exactly. it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful 
skein of yarn. She had a show sample up in the top corner of her booth, and I walked into her booth and said, Oh, look at that! And of course, it was the purple that caught my eye. And it was, and the, it was pink. the pink that caught your eye. It just happened to be in the same gradient colorway because she had a lot of different colorways and so many of them were beautiful. But of course, if I was only going to buy one, which I was only going to buy one skein of gradient, I wanted it with purple in it. <laughs> so we ended up both buying a skein of black orchid for each of us. That's okay. <laughs> and it's going to be beautiful. It is. And all of the yarns in her booth were beautiful, and it was very hard. Well, it wasn't very hard. We both fell in love with that one instantly. But there were many others that called to me, for and, sure. And that was a really fun booth, because I had never heard of Fresh from the Cauldron before. Wasn't familiar with it, hadn't stocked it. So it was a new thing for us. So that was very fun. I think it must have been their first year. There. Yeah, I, have I don't never recall seen them there seeing before. them there before. So I had fun with that. The next thing that I am stocking is something to do with some other yarn that I also purchased at Stitches. I purchased some of the speckle dyed yarn from Western Sky Knits. I have one sweater quantity and then I have another single skein for a shawl or an accessory. And I'm not sure what I'm going to make with that either. <laughs> Speckled eyes. It's a theme there's, for there's, us. Yes. There's been a few versions of sweaters that I've seen people do in speckled dyes. And depending on how busy the speckling is, I've seen some really beautiful sweaters that are even knit in lace patterns that look beautiful. Oh, and it's so, not lost with the speckled dye? Not the one. I was looking at one this morning. I can't remember. Oh, it was a Hitofu day. Yeah. And it looked really nice. Gorgeous. <laughs> My laneway, the gray I used was confetti mm. from the Uncommon Thread. And it's a really light gray with pops of mm -hmm. speckled dye in it. Mm -hmm. And it's super subtle compared to what I'm knitting with right now. But yeah. <laughs> Love it. And then a couple of other things I just wanted to mention that I'm somewhat stalking somewhat keeping in the back of my head are just some trends that I saw at Stitches. Gail and I, well, while we were there, we were looking at the fall, Pantone fall 2015 palette, and all of those colors are very muted, which we saw a lot of muted colors there, yes, I think. Yes, a lot more than I would normally would have expected to see yeah, from there previous are, years. There are still a lot of brights coming out. I don't think the brights are completely out of trend they right better now. not be i know <laughs> no they're not we saw lots of yeah brights. we saw lots of brights but we just saw more than we had for the past couple of years or maybe we were a just fairly muted palette maybe, maybe we, we were to it because yeah. of the pantone colors yeah, that's that could possibly be true too but there were some booths that were they had the whole palette but booth palette done in muted yes. tones. And then there was a lot of Marsala, too. I saw a lot of samples, things done in that reddish wine type of color. So that was kind of interesting. And then styles, lots of tunic sweaters, lots of cable-y sweaters, bigger sweaters as opposed to shorter sweaters. And I always say that's because when pants go skinny, the tops 
go get longer. bigger and longer <laughs> to cover the skinny, the top of the skinny pants. Whether that's true or not, I don't know, but that's what it always seems to be. The skinny pants go hand, seem to go hand in hand with the bigger top. So we saw lots of tunics, which I really like too. So that was fun. Yep, I like tunics, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. How about you? What are you stocking, Gail? Well, my stocking actually was not centered on stitches at all. So <laughs> something brand new that just came out that just arrived in my mailbox recently was the new Knit Picks catalog. And they have what they call the 2015 Spring Accessories Pattern Collection. And there were 26 patterns, A through Z. And there were some really, really cute things. They had shawls, wraps, cowls, socks, hats, a poncho, and a shrug. And some of them were really, really adorable. The ones that I really liked, there was one called the Jemmy Shawl, G-E-M-I, and it had buttons so that you could actually attach it right under your neck mm. with the buttons. They had a pattern called the Triangle Mitts that were really cute in Tarja. They had the CL Sorbet Poncho, which I really liked, and a hat called the Full Bloom Hat. And the ebook is $14.99 for 26 patterns, so pretty darn good deal. I think they had a hard copy option as well, but I didn't take note of that. So that was interesting because it seems the last few nitpicks catalogs that have come out, there have been one or two of their sponsored patterns that have caught my eye. So seeing this whole collection was kind of cool. And then the other thing I'm stocking is a brand new pattern that I saw on Ravelry that came out in the last few days called the Vinyarnsa cow. So like a vinyasa in yoga, but oh. vinyarnsa. <laughs> and the designer is Shelly Brander, and it's a free pattern. She said she was inspired by a shawl from Lululemon, and apparently that shawl had a video about different ways to wear it. And it's basically a rectangle that's color block, and it has buttons so you can attach it like to close it as a cow. It's basically a scarf rectangle, and then you can close it like a cow with the buttons. But there are multiple ways to wear it. And she knit it with six skeins of koigu. And koigu comes in small put-ups. They're 50 gram hanks, or 175 yards. So the overall project took about a thousand yards. And I was thinking it would be a fantastic use of leftover fingering weight yarn because we all have that in our stash. And it, mm -hmm. since it's a color block shawl, you could use as many colors as you wanted and just mix them up more than she did. You could use more than six. You could stripe sections of it. I mean, you could really do some unique things with it in the different sections. So I'm really looking forward to knitting that. And of course, because I'm loving all things garter, that is a garter stitch project. So thus again, <laughs> using a lot of yardage because garter stitch does use more yarn. Yeah. But yeah, that's the Vinyarnsa Cow by Shelly Brander. And I really, really like it. And that one is a free pattern. Yeah, on it's free. Yeah. Brand new and free. So check it out if you haven't seen it already. I was so excited about it that I even put it into the What Are You Stocking thread in our group. Oh. <laughs> like, wow, look at this. It's super cute. So what have you been knitting? I know you've cast on some new things since Stitches. I Well, since Stitches, I have cast on one thing. That would be the Chance of Showers sweater by Heidi Kiermeyer. And I have had that one in my queue for quite a while, too. It is a sweater that is 
very similar to her very popular vitamin D pattern, but it's a lighter version of it because it has short sleeves and it's got lace instead of the stockinette and, and the edges and on the sleeves. Very nice, very lovely, and I am knitting mine in my neighborhood fiber company. I blanked out for a minute there. <laughs> my neighborhood fiber company, Sport Weight, in a pink that is called Charles Village. And it is stunning. Very tonal, very lovely. I always say that about my yarns recently, but... It really, it, it really does look nice. And it looks nice in this sweater. And I'm knitting my way through it, knitting my way through it. And it is top down with a circular yoke construction. And as I've been knitting through this, I've already divided for the sleeves. And the body is shaped by different se sections of short rows. So I'm on one of the short row sections. And I keep thinking to myself, why did I wait so long to, to knit, knit this? this? Because it feels so good to knit this neighborhood fiber company yarn it's just wonderful and it consequently it's flying off the needles and really enjoying the knit so that's the first thing the second thing that i was knitting last week when we were at stitches is a shawl called heaven and space by martina beam this one has also been on my radar for a little while the pattern hasn't been out that long it was released back in October of 2014. And you were stocking it in the last episode, I believe. Yeah, I think so. And there are, as of today, 572 projects registered on Ravelry for the Heaven and Space shawl. It's a triangular shawl, but it's knit, I want to say... Kind of end to end, Side right? to side. Side to side is what I yeah. meant to say. Because you increase, increase, and decrease... Sometimes, I'm not even sure, it's not quite knit on the bias, but it, the pattern is knit in little triangular sections of knit and purl patterning. And somehow what it does is it creates a textured fabric, I would, I would call it. Not it's just really pretty a textured texture. stitch, but the actual fabric that you're producing has texture and um, a pattern to it almost. It's like a, a wallaby, a scallopy. Yeah. yeah, it gathers a little bit, I want to say. And in her instructions, Martina Beam says that you can block it or choose to not block it and go with the texture, which I think is how I'm going to try it at first. Try it with try it with the textured fabric and see if I like it, because that's something completely different than any other shawl that I've knit. I've never and it's knit. really pretty. I really like that look. It is. It's unique. It's unique. It's unique, yeah. yeah. So I'm really happy that I started this. I'm working with the Invictus Yarns Tenacity Base, which is 80% merino, 20% silk. Also very nice to work with. It feels very good as I'm knitting it. The twist is nice. It's got a little bit of a sheen. It's super soft. And I think it works very well for the textured fabric that it is creating. Yeah, it adds a different dimension to it because of the silk and the shine of the silk. Yeah. I put it aside for the Chance of Showers sweater, unfortunately, so that one has kind of taken a back seat for the last week. <laughs> yeah, you're cruising through that Chance of Showers sweater. It's just partially because I'm knitting with sport weight yarn and it feels so good because even sport weight feels big like a big 
the bigger gauge yeah. just makes it feel like it's flying off the needles to me, even though the chance of shower sweater, the way that it is created or the way that it is designed with the big drooping open fronts, you keep adding more and more stitches. So the lower you get, the more stitches you have on the needles. So vitamin D there is like that, that too. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's the same construction. Yeah. So there's more and more stitches, so I'm actually probably moving slower and slower, but the short rows fool you. It makes you feel like you're getting a lot done because you don't knit all the way across all those hundreds mm -hmm. of stitches for every row, which is nice. So I'm having fun with both of those. How about you? What are you knitting? In my hands right now is a pattern called Heart Hat for baby and it's by Eba Design and it's a free pattern on Ravelry. I am knitting a pair of these for Amanda who is Smiley50 in our Ravelry group. Well, on Ravelry, she's Smiley50. She is pregnant with twins right now. So I am knitting two of these hats for the twins and then I'm knitting two hats, different pattern for her older boys. And I acquired a skein of Madeline Tosh DK Twist in the colorway Cosmic Wonder Dust, which is a natural color with speckle dye of all the beautiful brights. It's a color that I have wanted for a while. It's really, really <laughs> awesome. When I saw it come up for D-Stash for $15, I was all over it. I was like, oh, I've got to have that yarn. I really want to get some of that or some of the other. There are some other speckle dyes that uh, Madeline Tosh has produced in the last few months that I very much like. Yeah, Holly Festival is one that is a retail color now that is very easy to find compared to some of the others. But it's knitting up beautifully, and Heart Hat for Baby has very simple, it's a cuff, cuff, brim up hat, and it has simple ribbing for six rows, then stockinette, and then you have the heart color work that is very easy and then you just have stockinette and then decreases so it's a very easy pattern very enjoyable and the second hat is about two-thirds of the way done and i'm really enjoying both the yarn and the pattern so that's making me happy the other thing i am knitting i'm swatching for mike's next sweater so to remind you i am using fingering weight yarn for my husband's sweater Yes, please roll your eyes at my foolishness. And I'm using Madeline Tosh Air Light in the colorway called Nocturne. And I'm pulling it out of my knitting bag right now. It is a dark, 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 dark navy base with a little bit of variation in the blue. And I swatched, for some reason, when I cast on it stitches for a swatch, I did like an eight inch wide swatch. I don't know what I was thinking. I remember you joking that it was the biggest swatch you'd ever I've done. Ever done. <laughs> I have no idea what I was thinking. So I just no, knit and knit and knit. It You'll actually get a lot of information from that. It was very <laughs> wise because I had Mike feel it and he said, oh, that feels pretty light. And I said, okay, come to my closet and I want you to look at my featherweight sweater, which I knit in this yarn. And that's why I picked this yarn for Mike because He's colorblind and he's a man who's not very observant with clothing. But every time I wear that sweater, he says, oh, that yarn is so nice. I love the way it shines. And thus I used the same base for him. And I said, okay, I want you to put this sweater on. So I actually had my husband put my featherweight sweater on, which was actually kind of funny. <laughs> and I said, okay, what do you think? I said, now that you feel the weight of the sweater, mm -hmm. 
you know, the, all the, all that yarn together, what do you think? And he said, it still feels kind of light. And I said, okay, well, I want you to think about it. And the next morning he said, can you knit it so that it's denser? And I said, I absolutely can. And he said, okay, I want you to try that for me. So my first half of the swatch is on US threes. The second half is on US twos. And if he doesn't like it on US twos, I'm not going to a one because <laughs> there will already be a ridiculous number of stitches on the needles. But the fabric is really, really pretty. I'm showing it to Charlene it right now. I'm really happy with the look it will provide. And next we have to figure out a pattern. We'll probably be making our own. And we were talking about closures. And I said, yeah, it's going to need to be a denser fabric to support the weight of a zipper. And he said, I don't think I want a zipper. And I said, well, okay, how will you close it? Do you want buttons? And he said, well, look, I'm wearing a sweatshirt and I never zip it closed. And I said, well, you're going to want something to be able to fasten it on the front because there will be days you want to fasten it. And if you don't have anything, you can't. And he said, well, what about snaps? And I said, well, they do make snap tape, so we can talk about that. So he's, it's really awesome because I'm getting a lot of input from him on this. So I'm glad it's taking a while to actually swatch it because it's making him think. And the more input and thought he puts into it, the better and more likely it is that a result sweater will be something that he actually wears a lot. So my goal is to have the sweater cast on a week from today, which is March 10th, which is his birthday. So we will see. But yes, I'm swatching my husband's sweater, which is no small task and liking it a lot so far. It's interesting. I can see a difference in the fabric oh. between the two and the three. A very obvious difference, mm -hmm. right? Normally when I change a needle size, there isn't that much of a difference in the knitting, especially the larger the needle. But there is a clear difference between the three and the two. There the is. Swatch. The larger needle shows off the yarn so much better. I can see more variation in the yarn in this section. This looks a lot more monotone it does, than huh? this does. That's a good observation yeah. too. I'll point that out to him. I don't it's think he'll care about that so much as the density, but it'll be well, interesting. No. Yeah. Very interesting. So I'm putting that to the side. Okay. I also see I've been a swatching fiend lately. <laughs> so at Stitches, we saw Alana and we saw Barb and Tracy from Two Knitlet Chicks who are doing the Alana along. And I was reminded that I've wanted to knit the Twigs and Willow sweater for a long time. And I have a sweater quantity of beaver slide 100% merino that I thought would be a perfect match for that pattern. Well, I swatched and the fabric that I ended up enjoying doesn't give me gauge for the sweater. So oh. that yarn has to be a different sweater. Yeah. So I went through the swatching process, which I originally thought, oh, I could just cast on, it'll be fine. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't because the fabric, to get the gauge for the sweater, I would have to drop at least two needle sizes and it would be too dense for me to enjoy it. So lesson learned, sometimes swatching saves you a lot of time. Mm -hmm. And I also swatched for the Crazy Stripes Tee, which is a pattern by Atelier Alpha. And it's a sweater my friend Carol, CD and Carol knit, and I really liked hers. And it's been in my queue for a long time, and the sweater pattern was a gift that I received. And when we were at Stitches, I found the contrasting color that I wanted to be able to knit the sweater. And so I've swatched for it with my Invictus Rejuvenate, I believe is the name of the base. It's a beautiful bright turquoise. 
and that will be my main color. And the stripes, it's a top-down sweater with some very interesting construction. And the stripes, it's called crazy, crazy stripes because they are like four-row stripes or something like that at the top. Then they get thicker, and then they go on a bias or a diagonal so that they actually go from being horizontal to pointing down at a diagonal, and it's really cool. So I'm going to use the Invictus Turquoise as my main color, and I picked up a skein of Dragonfly Fibers Dragon Sock in District 12. No, I'm going to use the Silver Fox in Silver Fox, which is a light gray. District 12 was the dark gray. So it will be main color turquoise with light gray stripes, and I'll throw in an occasional stripe of Pop Rocks. Madeline Tosh Pop Rocks or Madeline Tosh Ultramarine Violet. I haven't decided which one yet. Maybe both. I don't know. So that's something that I've swatched for. Got gauge and washed my swatch and I'm ready to cast on. So that was another swatch that resulted in actual, uh, you know, that's a swatch that will, is ready to be started versus Mike's, which is still in progress and Twigs and Willows, which told me I didn't want to knit that sweater. And my Traveler tunic, which I've talked about many episodes in a row, I've put that into hibernation. With our weather being so warm, I decided that a tunic probably wasn't going to get much wear, so that's actually in hibernation for now. So that's what I'm knitting. That was a lot. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> what have you finished since the last episode? Yay, I have finished something so fantastic. I finished my Seacoast. Yay! I'm so excited I haven't about seen that. it either. I only saw the, the beauty shot. Oh, okay. My Seacoast is a circular, circular yoked pullover by Hohi Locatelli. I knit mine in Malabrigo Rastita in the Sabaduria colorway. It's a plummy purple. <laughs> I wore, and I wore this sweater the evening that I wove in all the ends without even oh, blocking good. it because I was so excited. Now it is a top or a, a top down pullover. So there wasn't a lot of finishing that had to be done. And of course I realized that it will improve with blocking, but when you bind off a pullover and there aren't fastenings or finishing to do, sometimes the temptation is just too great. Oh, I do and that all the time. <laughs> like my my shawl. It's not blocked. Yeah. <laughs> and I had, well, I was going to a basketball game. One of my sons had a basketball game at the arena here that night. He His team was playing at the Kaiser Permanente Arena, home of the D-League Santa Cruz Warriors. And I wore it there. And it, it was great. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it was really fun. To have a brand new sweater that I didn't plan on having. I didn't know when I was going to finish it, of course. And I tried it on at some point, or I tried it on right before, realized, yes, this is indeed long enough. Put my little edging on, and boom, that was it. Sweet. Yeah. So that was a win. Hopefully I'll get a few more chances to wear it before it gets too, too warm. But it will always be something I can wear in the mornings and evenings when yeah. it gets cold. Because it's not a super thick yarn the rastita is it's you can knit it from a worsted to i want to say a very light worsted weight and it worked great for the sweater i absolutely love it and then another thing that i finished was a, a hat it's the same hat that i knit last episode i knit another teenage mutant hat patterned by alex 
Tinsley. And that one is a simple garter edged hat with a stockinette top that you knit, knit, knit to a certain length. And then you match up stitches and you, you kitchener, at kitchener edges together. And it creates a little cross, crisscross at the top. Very easy to knit. It was a great little project that I could knit on the go. Now, did you knit that second one longer? Because when we talked about your first one, we were talking about how the hat was kind of short. I don't remember if I did or not. I'd knit it so fast. They are a very quick knit. I may have knit it very slightly longer, but not intentionally longer, because it's not going to be for me. This one was knit in leftover yarn, some Malabrigo Rios, yarn that was leftover from my ease. It was the Kumparsita oh. colorway. And I think I still have enough for another hat. And I don't need hats, multiple hats, that will go with that sweater. So <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, when is this yarn going to be gone? So those are going to be given away at some point. Those are either in the charity box or the gift knit box. Great. Yeah. And how about you? Have you finished anything? I went on a binge this weekend. So (laughs) I had finished Echoes of Color, which Mm -hmm. I already talked about. And it was the end of February, and I had to do some of my advent calendar knitting. So I've set myself this task goal of doing at least two a month. And because it was in between projects and I was swatching for crazy stripes and didn't have anything big on the needles, I just got on a binge. And Mm -hmm. I did six of them over the weekend. So I did four of the smitten mittens, and I did two of the mini Christmas stockings. And I used up three different colorways of my scrap sport yarn that I'm using. It's almost all Madeline Tosh Merino Cashmere Nylon Blend Sport, and then I had a little bit of Juicy Sport left from Candy Skein. So several of the colorways are now completely used up, And I was so excited about the whole thing that I actually plotted out, okay, I need to make eight of the stockings and 16 of the mittens for the look that I want. And then I now want to knit X number of these colors and these stripes. So I have this whole list of how I want it to look and and what I still want to knit. So that was just fun to get in the groove of that and just pump out so many, although I'm still not even halfway there. I need 24 and now I'm up to 10. (laughs) So that's still definitely a work in progress. And the other thing that I finished was the Xing X's hat, which I mentioned last week. I was, I think I was knitting it last week. I finished it. It's a free pattern on Ravelry by Jessica Rose of the Double Knit Podcast. And it was a very, very, very simple knit. She actually said that she created that pattern for movie knitting so that when she goes to the movies, she can knit on it without needing to see it. So that's how easy this pattern is to knit. And it's fun, the fastening at the bottom where you join the garter stitch brim, you just sew it together with X's. So -hmm. you make an X over the top to sew the pieces together. And that was really fun because I also got to use up the rest of my Knitted Wit Autumn Rainbow, which I striped with black leftover yarn from my dad's sweater. So that was the Plymouth Superwash Merino Worsted, Mm -hmm. which I still have enough of that like you said about your Malabrigo, yes. you know, there's still enough of that to make at least one or two more hats. So it's not done yet, but the autumn rainbow is all used up. So 
those were some great little projects that I finished and very rewarding projects. So I'm great. very happy about my finished knitting. And of course, I love my shawl. Can't say that enough. <laughs> so we also, before we talk about our stitches highlights, we did want to do updates on our knit-alongs. So the self-indulgent knit-along, we are up to 184 finished projects as yeah. of yesterday. Last <laughs> I'm year, amazed. Last year, our total at the end of the knit-along was 145. Wow. So that's how awesome this knit-along is going. You guys are fantastic. And just a reminder, it ends <laughs> Saturday, March 21st at midnight. So I will be closing the finished objects thread Midnight on March 21st, which as of today, that still leaves you three weeks. Mm -hmm. So lots of time yeah. still to finish things up and beautiful projects. You guys are always so impressive and inspiring. It's just giving me great joy to look through the FO thread and of course the chatter in our chatter thread. And for those of you who have said, I'm just jumping in. I can't catch up. Don't worry about yeah, catching up. There's a lot of chatter. Don't. Yeah, just feel free to jump in whenever you want. And even if you're just saying, oh, look, I finished my project. We love those kinds of posts. Yeah. So, oh, and speaking of posts, we want to welcome Robbie as a moderator oh. to our group. Yes. Robbie was kind enough to say yes i'd love to be a moderator she is photo knit gal on ravelry and she was the one who instigated slash started the love the stash or yarn you have thread mm -hmm. so that was her baby and she has just been fabulous with that she's the one who has been doing all of the posting of goals and maintaining that and being a supportive you know person chatter in that thread and that thread, we actually have 80 people who have stated quarter one goals for using up their stash. Those goals have ranged anywhere from I won't buy yarn to I will use up the specific skein of yarn to I won't buy patterns to you know, the, the range of goals is immense it, from simple to very demanding. And it's not too late to join in. Next quarter, no. we're going to have more I don't want to say it's formal, but more, you know, declare your goals by this specific date to be eligible for prizes. We didn't expect this to take off so much. So there wasn't <laughs> anything like that for this quarter. So please do feel free to come and join along. It's been really fantastic. And I just listened to the latest Double Knit podcast yesterday. They are having a knit along right now called Declutter Your Stash very similar idea behind their knit along which means you can double dip in both so please feel free to do that and that's the update of those two awesome knit along slash i almost want to call the love the stash you have a support group because that's kind of what we are it's really that's, fantastic that's a better way perhaps yeah because i wouldn't it. call it a knit along it's per se really a knit along no yeah it's a goal along or yeah something there you go like something that. like that but it's been really really enjoyable so if you're even close to thinking about goals to do with your stash, check it out. It's super fun. Okay. And then we also wanted just to mention some of our highlights from Stitches West 2015. Which was amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. I think one of the highlights for both Gail and myself was our humble little meetup on Saturday afternoon. That was fun. We had such a good time, and we were pleasantly surprised to see so many folks there considering all of the media warnings, 
to stay away from the area. And there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. (laughs) The convention center is directly, directly across the street from the Levi Stadium, which is the new 49ers home arena. And the Saturday of Stitches, they had the National Hockey League's stadium event, which was the Los Angeles Kings and the San Jose Sharks playing in that stadium. So it was an outdoor stadium where they had outdoor ice. That stadium seats 80,000 people, and it was sold out. They have horrible traffic. I think in it that... was 70,000, actually. Oh, I thought it was 80. Well, the hotel, in the what the hotel printout said was 70,000, but who knows? It may yeah. have been. <laughs> Either way, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people, And yes. the traffic, they do not have good traffic flow through that area at all. The parking was a nightmare. And when you checked into the hotel, they were warning you, don't drive if you can help it on Saturday because there will be a lot of traffic for this event. Mm-hmm. So it did result in a very marked decrease in people on that convention center floor floor, on Saturday. Especially Saturday afternoon because apparently at some point they were just turning folks away and saying you cannot come in to this part of town. If you want to come into this part of town, you can walk in. So people, I heard stories of people parking 10 blocks away kind of thing or... Even in some cases, there were people who were concerned and couldn't meet with the party that was supposed to be picking them up. It was very confusing. Needless to say, the the kind of confusion that you would expect from too many cars and too small of a space and too big events. We were warned at the hotel that this was going to happen, so we knew not to leave the hotel because they said we might not be able to get in, get back in and return. And one of the interesting things was in the, about lunchtime, all the hockey folks who were also, some hockey folks were also staying at the hotel. They started to stream in and the bar that afternoon was in a fun mixture, fun and unusual mixture of knitters and hockey folks. (laughs) Lots of jerseys, lots Lots of sharks and jerseys jerseys. and lots of knitting needles. It was interesting. It was very interesting. So needless to say, we didn't know what to expect and we were so happy to see so many people show up and the people that were there knew they were there until after the game started. So everybody was Relaxed. Everybody was relaxed. Nobody was going anywhere fast. Everybody sat down. Most folks had a knitting project or two. And it was really nice. We saw lots of folks there. And both of us had a really good time. Definitely a highlight. I'd say my highlight in general was seeing my friends. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely. It was. We had so much fun with Kim and Heather from Western Sky Knits. We helped them set up on Thursday, and we even took a field trip. We went to the closest Home Depot (laughs) with a side trip to get boba tea, which if you haven't had it, it has tapioca pearls in the tea, and you can either get it with milk or without, and it was this fantastic breath of fresh air to actually go outside to go outside because when drink this tea and when you're at a convention center it's huge and it's filled with people and there's no sunlight and and it's recycled air yes it's (laughs) all artificial lighting and concrete floor and just harsh is the operative word because the lighting is harsh the floor is harsh 
and it feels it's noisy so good. and it's, it's vast. Noisy. You're in a big box, yeah. and it just felt good to go outside. It really. So did. we had wonderful little field trips. We were better about doing that this year to make sure that we got off the floor, took the time to eat and take care of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday was the only day we didn't leave the convention center. That's right. because of the That's game. That's because of the game. But we yeah. even had Kim and Heather were giving us their tea orders every day, but Saturday, and we went out and got boba tea for all of us, and Charlene and I, you know, took our little field trip and came back, and it was just fantastic. We had a little meetup in our hotel room Saturday night, and none of us will ever think of mints the same way again. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a really good time. And another friend, that was a highlight for me, well, see, meeting Tammy and hanging out, Tammy of Candy Skein Yarns, she's HP Seeker 4 on Ravelry. Her whole knitting group makes an annual pilgrimage to Stitches, and they had a group of probably at least eight women who mm -hmm. all pile into one vehicle and yeah. drive up, and we had dinner with them on Friday, and they were so much fun. And Tammy is a diehard Los Angeles Kings hockey fan. <laughs> I'm a pretty, I'm not diehard anymore, but I used to be a diehard San Jose Sharks hockey fan, so there was a little bit of hockey talk going back and forth. That was fun. That was really, really fun. And then later that same night on Friday, our friend Stephanie, who is soulmate on Ravelry, came up to our hotel room. She had attended the fashion show. And by the time we were done and back in our room, she was still in the fashion show and hadn't eaten. And she was texting us and she really wanted to try on some sweaters that we had brought. She wanted to see them in real life and try them on. So we texted her back and said, hey, just come up to the room when you're done. Because we're not moving. Yeah, we're done. We're in our pajamas. We're done. So here comes Stephanie, you know, this big burst of energy. She's all happy. She's excited. She's starving to death. And she's trying on our sweaters. And the first one she tried on was my monomania, which, if you remember, was a pattern I knit because I saw it at Stitches Wets 2014. Mm -hmm. And I bought yarn for it there. And then I knit it later in 2014. And I wore it on the floor on Friday, but only wore it for a few minutes because I was so hot I couldn't keep it on. And when Stephanie tried it on in our hotel room, she looked so radiant in this sweater. It was crazy pretty on it her. It looked fantastic. It was on just her. with Not her coloring. That it didn't look good on you, but it, but it looked way better looked on her. Fantastic on her. And the fit was perfect for her. And I've always thought it was too long for me. And she was like, "Oh, I really like this. I'd knit one of these." And I said, "Stephanie." That's your sweater. I want you to keep that sweater. And she said, no way. And I said, no, really, I want you to keep the sweater. So I gave her my monomania on the spot because it was just perfect for her. And that's how I got the mistake in my Echoes of Color <laughs> shawl, which on my project page, I named it the Echoes of Friendship. And here's another reason. So I was knitting and I set it down to give Stephanie a hug after I gave her the sweater. And when I picked it back up, I started purling instead of knitting. Why I defaulted to purling, I have no idea. It's a garter stitch project. Why would I ever purl? But I purled back a whole row. And then on the way back, I thought, I even said to Charlene, oh man, I purled that whole row. I have to tink it out. I tinked it back halfway and I said, wait a second. This mistake is because I set down my project to give Stephanie a hug. This mistake is staying in my shawl. So I have this little memento in my shawl of setting down my project to give Stephanie a hug. And that whole giving her the sweater, seeing how happy she was, and this little memento, that was one of my highlights of Stitches. That was really awesome. And she was only with us for, what, 20 minutes? So Something like that. Yeah, yeah. it was very quick, but totally awesome. Yeah. 
And then another highlight, which again, I think probably for Gail as well as myself, we worked on Saturday morning in the Dragonfly Fibers booth. Yep, that's on my list. And Kate, the dyer, and all the folks from Dragonfly are just lovely, as is the yarn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I ended up purchasing several skeins there that and you will hear I. about in the upcoming months, I am sure. Yeah, I would want I want to interject here just to say I will buy Kate's yarn forever just because she is such an awesome person. Her <laughs> yarn is awesome too. They call it the happiness colors of happiness for a reason. But she is just the sweetest most friendly, down-to-earth person. It's just another example of how grateful I am that I'm a knitter and I have this community of people Mm -hmm. who I've been exposed to from the Ravelry and podcasting and everything. And she's another one on the list now. It's like, she's just amazing. (laughs) But yeah, working in her booth was super fun. And for you... Well, I was going to mention that. The next highlight for me, well, this is my last highlight, was having samples that I had knit on the show floor. There were three this year. I knit a blanket that was in the Dragonfly Fibers booth, uh, the three-color cowl by Hohe that was in the Western Sky Knits booth, as well as the campsite shawl that I knit was in the Western Sky Knits booth. But the blanket, the thing about the blanket that was really fun... Really cool. (laughs) ...is that on Friday night... The blanket was part of the fashion show. So it wasn't in the booth until Saturday morning when Gail and I were working there and it was hanging in the booth. And because it had been in the show Friday night, it was in the program for folks who wanted to go through the different booths and see all the samples that had been in the show. So there were quite a few folks coming through to see the blanket. And that was really fun for me to see something that I knit it create was really some excitement really really and fun see some folks wanted to knit it and come along and buy the yarn kits to make it that was really fun and just to say that blanket is called the abstract miter by Fatima Hines and i have that in my project page on ravelry as of right now let's see i don't think there are that many blankets knit but there were a lot of kits sold. But there were a lot of kits sold. It uses two of the gradient kits that they had at the show. Really fun knit. It was there's a lot of garter and some stockinette and I had a lot of fun knitting that blanket. And I had a lot of fun every time someone would come in and say, oh, I want to see the blanket that was in the fashion show. And "And she's the one who knit it. So I kept pointing to Charlene and, you know, making sure she got maximum attention and appreciation (laughs) for knitting this beautiful sample. So that was really fun. And I took some photos of me with the blanket in the booth. So I added those to my project pages too. That was fun. That was fun. And then Fatima also designed that t-shirt oh yeah was made out of the purple gradient kit that was in the booth that i really like did you end up buying that i did not but it's on my radar yeah (laughs) because that t-shirt looked really cute on you just you know it's another example just seeing things in person makes all the difference in the world well and seeing things in person so here's another one of my highlights so I did count last year our stitches review was mostly about patterns that we had seen that mm-hmm. we wanted to knit. Mm-hmm. And of the nine that I listed last year, I knit four of the nine 
And one of them, which was the color craving shawl, I tried to knit, but didn't like it, so I ripped it out. So I'd say that's a pretty good track record. That is. And the chromaticity cowl that I loved from last year, I have it, and I'm going to knit it. Let's see, one, two, three, four. Yeah, I've knit four, I'm going to knit five, and I tried to knit a sixth. Well, the pattern, there was only one pattern this year that really struck me, and it's a pattern that had already been in my queue and in my favorites off and on because I had noticed it when it was released as a Wool People pattern. It's called Arabella, and it's by the designer Anne McCauley, and it's knit, her first sample is knit in loft, the fingering yarn. And one of our listeners, who is Katie Emma on Ravelry, she knit one. And when she put her finished pictures up, I thought, that sweater is just amazing. I really want to knit one of those sweaters. So there we are eating dinner on Friday night with Tammy and her friends. And a woman walks in from out by the pool area. And I'm staring at her and I'm nudging Charlene. And I said, that's that Arabella sweater. Look, look, look. I think that's the Arabella. And this woman notices that I'm staring at her and clearly I'm ogling her sweater. Pointing and smiling. Yeah. So she walks over and I said, is that the Arabella sweater? And she said, yes, yes, it is. And I said, it's beautiful. I want to knit that sweater. And she said, why, thank you. I'm the designer. So I met Anne McCauley. She was wearing her second version, which she had knit in a yarn by Sunday Knits. And so I saw her in the Sunday Knits version on Friday. We saw her again on Saturday, and she was wearing the loft version. And I am absolutely going to knit that sweater in Madeline Tosh, Tosh Merino Light. I have a large sweater quantity in the colorway Molly Ringwald, which is a beautiful light purple that has some naturalish bits in it. And it's going to be that sweater. They were meant to be, and it was really, really fun to see it in person, to meet the designer, see it on the designer, know that it was a sweater I already wanted to knit, had the stash in my in my stash. How cool is that? But one of my quarter one goals was to not buy any new patterns. So I will knit my Crazy Stripes tee. Yeah. I will get Mike's sweater on the needles. Yeah. And then April 1st, I will buy and start swatching for Because it's not like you don't have anything else to knit in exactly. the meantime. <laughs> but it's exciting also because it's a brand new to me designer. So yeah. I'm really excited. And so is Atelier Alpha, the Crazy Stripes tee designer. So I'm super excited to be starting some different projects from different designers to broaden my horizons. So those were our stitches highlights yeah it was fantastic it was really fun thank you to everyone who came up and said hello there were several people who said i'm not going to be shy and i'm going to come up and say hello so special thanks to anyone who overcame their own right hesitance we really appreciate hello we really really do appreciate it and hopefully we were attentive and friendly and weren't on yarn fumes yes yes which sometimes happens where your 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 brain is overwrought with all of the chaos around you. So thank you but to we everyone. We had a really good time meeting It was super, super fun. We really did. Well, and thank you for tuning in for this episode. And we hope that you are niddling, niddling, <laughs> knitting happily and getting those projects finished for the self-indulgent knit-along. I like that word, niddling. Niddling. That's what happens a, when I have headache words have come think, out of my mouth you have that to are think bizarre. Of a meaning for it. <laughs> niddling. That's, that could be very interesting. You have many connotations. <laughs> So again, thanks for listening. Happy knitting, everyone. Happy knitting. Bye-bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. 
visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.